Welcome to Witch Yes, a podcast for casual conjurings, witches in training, and all the sims you've trapped in the pool. I'm Alicia Herder. And I'm Tara Keck. And I'm stuck in the pool and I'm drowning. Let me out, please. I'm in hell and you're Satan. Anyone help! On today's episode, Reiki, which is in the news, and a spell to cleanse a bad attitude. Oh, that's what I need. <laughs> Let's clean this shit up. Let's clean the house up, you guys. Let's get squeaky clean. Whoop, whoop. never got that i never played the sims so there's a part of my childhood that i just can't connect with other people mm-hmm. and they're god complexes <laughs> i'm over here just walking around like a normal person and other people are like i don't know creating like sim harems and like making them die in different i, I don't i don't really get mm-hmm. it did you ever play any kind of simulator like that, like a roller coaster tycoon? Or were you much of a. So there was one in the roller coaster tycoon pack, and it was about creating. This is adorable. Mm-hmm. A nature park. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if I've told you this before. I'm not sure. I'm excited. So you could like plant different trees and bushes and add different animals in. But every once in a while, a fucking alien invasion could come and fuck all. <gasps> All your shit up. Why? As I'm over here just trying to learn about like little plants and stuff. And what do my deer like to eat? And what happens if I release a cougar here? And just keeping up my animal populations. Mm -hmm. And then these aliens come and ruin everything. And they just destroy everything? Destroy. Like you have to turn it off specifically so that it didn't happen. That's. It was awful. Why make that mechanic at all? I don't know. And sometimes they would have like wildfires or something. And that's like, okay, I can kind of understand that. But I would be like, my beautiful fur trees. Why? <laughs> Leave them alone. Oh, that's so. And it taught you like how to identify different leaves from different trees. Really? So you could use that information in the real world. It's very fucking adorable. And other people are just playing Sims, like having their Sims fuck. And I'm over here like, I wonder what foxes like to eat. <laughs> Like just so cute, you know? I feel like, not to tangent, we do have to continue mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. but this show. But I feel like so much of your life was leading you to be like a wildlife biologist. And periodically throughout your life, uh, actors have come in to destroy that dream. <laughs> They're like, oh, this child clearly needs to like have her own show similar to Jeff Corwin where she like introduces red pandas to children. Maybe that's my why. Yeah. Maybe and, like, that's my mission. And now. Or that bitch who was like, why are you reading the textbook? That's ahead. exactly what I'm thinking of. And you're like, I just wanted to learn about tigers. It was cheetahs. Cheetahs. But, you know, I don't know. I'm sorry. Should I just like go back to school? <laughs> I was never good at math, though. I feel like that's a a requirement for, a, like, a biology thing. And I don't like opening up things. Yeah. But they're definitely... And I'm not humble enough to, like, pick up shit, you know? Yeah. Like, we're past that point. Maybe 10 years ago, but whew, my ego's way bigger than that now. Well, maybe you're more plant life. Or, like, small animals. Really tiny. Really you can't tiny. open them up. Yeah. Like, tardigrades. Tardigrades. It's like your favorite word. I it's tardigrades, gulag, and tokidoki in Japanese because the, the, they're the cutest words. Those are cute. Yeah, it's okay. A dream deferred, one may say. <laughs> That's why I'm constantly exploding. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? What are you up to? What's going on? You're going on a trip. I'm going to go on a trip. Oh, but what I have to report that's important mm-hmm. is yesterday. I had a bath with a bath bomb for the first time in my life. Did you like it? It was quite lovely. And Spotify has a rockin' bathtub playlist, like, ready to go, like, just meditative, very nice kind of songs. Mm -hmm. And I felt very much in my power and in my elements, which, I mean, water signs, so that Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. But 
if you have access to a bathtub and you've never had a bath bomb bath, like you should do it. What was the color? What was? Oh, we were lavender. We, I'm a purple girl, you know. Mm-hmm. So first one, we were going to make it purple, purple. And we did two. We did two and one didn't work as well. And then we did a second one because there were two lavender ones. But the first one came with a charm and it's this <gasps> little fairy. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, we got to get you like a little um, Like a little chain. chain for it. Yeah. It's like this little fairy. He's kind of oxidized, but yeah, that's okay. I was like, how precious and like had no idea. That's adorable. Yeah. Marcel got me this whole like bath kit thing because he was like you're gonna have your glass of wine i have this like bamboo little shelf where everything fits on and like my book and stuff yeah it was very Uh. very fucking cute and he was like i didn't even know it came with a charm i was like maybe my 30s should just be all about fairies maybe that's the kind of person i should become that's pretty cute who knows but this guy's protecting me for now so i'm keeping him on me you're a little fae you're tiny adorable (laughs) but mischievous and thick (laughs) I got them curves like them little fairies do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm vibing with that. But how are you doing? I had an extremely good week. Oh, my God. Okay. So. Oh, here she comes. I just want to. I'm just very excited. So I was really excited to announce that I got into the Field Projects Gallery show in Chelsea. Ooh. Oh, so she's a Manhattan girl. <laughs> I'm oh. like, I've only ever sort of tangentially shown in Manhattan. It's always been Brooklyn. So I'm like very excited to be like, listen, I'm going to be part of the Chelsea Art Walk. And like people are going to be really fucking drunk on the way to my show. Being like, how much is that? Yes, yeah, sure. I'll take three. <laughs> like that. Oh, I'm excited. And thank you for matching my energy when I told you. Because yes. there's nothing more disappointing than being like, I got into this thing. And someone's like, oh, congrats. No, I need like many exclamation points. I need someone to be like, yes, girl, go. I need you like Kanye screaming your excitement right now. Yes, all All caps. caps. So the opening is at Field Projects Gallery in Chelsea. The opening is March 3rd from like 6 to 8. And come and spy on a bunch of other people that are going to be there. Or don't. Or just come to see me. Or just come to see Tara. Hell yes. And so on the same day, I ended up getting into the Flat Rate Contemporary online show. So I was just feeling very like affirmed and like. Oh, okay, guys. She's an artiste. Right. And then yesterday, Mm -hmm. College of Staten Island, Miguel called back to me being like, hey, so remember when like in 2020 you were supposed to. Oh my God, I remember this teach at the university and we had to cancel your program so he was like i'd like to offer this position to you again yeah so congrats this fall i'll be teaching a five-week course at college of staten island and i just really hope that now that i've told everyone it doesn't happen like you know it's like oh god the nightmare situation where it's like all right everybody all these good things are happening and now oh second third fourth wave no it'll be fine And by then, everyone's going to be like, who fucking cares? Like, we need to move on with our lives. We're going to show up. It's Mm going to be great. And you're going to be such a good teacher, too. Yeah, I'm so excited. Well, I'm doing that thing where, like, before I go to bed, I, like, practice, like, hi, I'm Tara Keck, and you can call me Tara. And it's like... You only need to do that once, though. (laughs) I know, but, like, what if if I get it wrong? You know your name. That's the easiest part. all the time. You write it on the board, and you don't even have to say it. Oh, you you just take a little piece of chalk, you tap it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, my other big news is my friend Brenda and my friend mm-hmm. Giovanna and I have started this Spanish-speaking Instagram group where we only speak Spanish in our chat. That's and so, so cute. I've been practicing. Giovanna's got this really cool residency in Peru, mm-hmm. and so that's why she's doing it. And I'm mostly doing it so that I can tell if the bodega people are making fun of me <laughs> and also that Brenda's having a wedding. And so just in case she invites me, like her entire family is Spanish. That's I'm, awesome. I'm like, I want to be able to talk to people. So Yeah, no, I've been noticing your Spanish, and I was like, Tara knows more Spanish than I do at this point. I'm working she really hard. She surpassed me. But my favorite thing to do is, like, to cup Dolly's face and, like, speak little Spanish things to her. Because I think she likes it. She, like, re- reacts a little differently think to it. pets speak Spanish. I think so, too. Yeah. I think it's the <laughs> They think they like that. Oh, they love it. They're like, oh, oh, yes. I oh, see. <laughs> Oh, si, senorita. <laughs> so, Mi yeah. mama. That's what's up in my life. I hope to see you guys March 3rd if you're in the city. And um, yeah. Details in the show notes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Congrats. That's so exciting. Thank you so much. Okay. Today, we are talking about 
mixing all of the negative energy in our lives mm-hmm. by doing Reiki. So are you coming in with any, what are your pre-consisting? Oh, I got nothing. She's like, I didn't do any of this. No, no. <laughs> I did a little bit of research. But okay, you do it. You're with this person. They're like um, kind of like Dragon Ball Zing around your body, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cleansing your energy. Essentially, I think at the bare bones, that's what Reiki is. But mm-hmm. I'm excited to learn more about it and why it's a thing. Yeah. And why are white women celebrities so obsessed with it? Yes. That's yeah. my main interest going into this. I looked up, so I kind of had like this like fever dream that like maybe we would find time to go do Reiki before this episode. Oh, I wish we had. Right? It's just not possible, yeah. But also, it's like fucking 250 to $300 for one person. Yeah. It's so expensive. And I looked, I looked, I was like, Jersey, well, maybe Alicia and I can take like a 30-minute drive outside of, like, it was very like this entire tri-state area is probably besides LA, the most expensive place to get Reiki. Yeah. No, I was saying that it could be like $70 per half hour session. Wow. And it was just like, I don't have that much expendable income. Exactly. That's not where my Patreon money is going. (laughs) So Reiki is a Japanese energy healing technique that aids in stress reduction and relaxation. It's basically like a big glass of wine and a warm bath for your energy. Mm. The word Reiki is a combination of two Japanese words, Rei, which is like universal, and Ki, which is like life force energy which makes this all seem very straightforward. Love that. Love it when it's easy, yeah. In Reiki, the idea is that you have this invisible life force around you that surrounds you and is moving through you and me and the creepy guy on the train (laughs) next to you all the time. And the trees. And the trees. Everything's moving. You're fucking swap and spit with every little bug, every little uh, togepi, every little deformed mutant creature in the Gowanus Canal all the time, but like with energies. Energy. So it's not going to give you COVID. Love it. This energy is the go-go juice for life and powers all of us from the biggest of oak trees to the teensiest of frogs in the rainforest. It's all connected. Adorable. So cute. If your energy is low, you're more likely to become weak or stressed or ill. But if your energy is high, you're probably happier, healthier, sexier, and maybe more dangerous. Would you be more annoying too? Probably because you're always (laughs) talking about how high your fucking energy is. My energy is is low. annoying. From Reiki's perspective, if you're sick or depressed or exhausted all the time, you might have some kind of energy blockage or hook, which will require a more holistic approach than just taking B12s and like Mm -hmm. eating a salad. I don't believe Reiki is saying that it can heal you like with the energy work, but rather it relieves blockages in your plumbing so that your body can naturally like resume working on healing itself. Mm. So it's not that like the Reiki energy comes in with like it's like little tendrils and is like, I'm going to fix the Cancer. I mean, it shouldn't do that anyway, but it's like it doesn't go in there and it's like boop, 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 It's boop, like boop. carpentry. Deep, beep, beep, Exactly. It's actually more like uh, Reiki's going in there with a big pipe cleaner, chimney sweep. Oh, okay, great. And, um, you know, de-sooting your... It's Q-tipping your <laughs> insides, yeah, like your it, innards. Speaking of Q-tipping, do you remember that time I had to go to the doctor twice to get earwax taken out of my ear because no. I couldn't hear? That happened to, um, I read Angela Carter, who's this like fairy tale, like short fairy tale writer of like the 1970s. That happened to her too. And she was like, I'm going deaf. And it was like such a big deal. And then it was like so embarrassing. It's the worst feeling. (laughs) It's the worst fucking feeling. And it's like they have to like, they put shit in your ear and then they have to like blast it. And then it always comes out and it's like huge and black. And they're like, do you want to see it? No. Like, yes, my baby. Do you keep it? No, Put it in a bag. They wouldn't let me keep it. Good. <laughs> She's like, you don't need that in your house. No. That's also disgusting. What if Dolly ate that? Is it salty? No. I don't know. This is a gross episode it's so far. Gross ep- It didn't even need to be gross. So anyway, Witch Yes, just like to cover our bases, Witch Yes is an adamant and passionate proponent for science and science-based medicine. Reiki is not a replacement for a visit to the doctor or your therapist. It's not going to fix my teeth? No, it's not. You have oh. to get braces. Baby, go t- <laughs> to the dentist. I thought that a cavity is just a blockage of energy in my teeth <laughs> and I could just go get a reiki out. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's probably more expensive since, again, as we said, the average New York City, New Jersey Reiki practitioner is going to charge you upwards of $300 just for a consultation. So please do go to the Minute Clinic at Walgreens for that ear infection before you go to your Reiki practitioner whose name's like Ashley. Yeah. 
So just to get into some history really quick, because we love to know where things come from. Love that. Reiki was invented by Mikao Usui in the early 1900s. And I was interested in learning more about Usui because, of course, I'm, like, always worried there's, like, some problematic, anti-Semitic <sighs> abusing of women going on when we talk about these people. But much like nearly all spiritual leaders, many of his stories about his life are total fabrications. So Ooh. we really only know, like, a few basic things about him. Love that. Here's what we do know. He had one photo taken of him in his entire life, and all photos after that are just colorizations and inverted images. I guess it was the early 1900s, so I'm ready to be like, he's a scam artist but actually that was technology yeah that's not his fault he was born august 15th 1865 so the 13th amendment 1865. of 1865 isn't that fucking crazy that's so old that's like it's way older than like us. our parents were like goo goo gaga but a hundred years before they were goo goo gaga and i feel like our parents are fucking old i would never call my mom old she's perfect she busts in she is younger than your parents to be fair that's true yeah that is true okay okay so the 13th Amendment of the United States Constitution was being ratified, banning slavery in the United States, and a woman in Tiniai in the Gifu Prefecture of Japan was pinching off the birth of a future spiritual leader. Love that. Usui has two brothers who became a do- Usui had two brothers who became a doctor and a policeman, as well as a sister named Tsuru. He came from an ancestral clan of samurai, the Chiba clan, which means he probably started off with like some kind of money. And that is evident because instead of becoming like a lawyer and like perfecting the perfect (laughs) son trifecta Mm -hmm. of like doctor, lawyer, and policeman. Yeah. Or politician. He traveled the world on a spiritual journey. That's hot. He's like, I'm going to go and discover myself. To be like, oh, I'm from samurai. Sexy. He goes to Paris. All those women are like, (gasps) this is like little ponytail. One of the stories you'll hear about Usui is that he received a doctorate in theology from the University of Chicago. But there is, in fact, no evidence that he ever attended the university or any university because he was going to the College of fucking fine ass living. Pussy, pussy, pussy. So Usui is traveling and he's traveling. And he holds a lot of like odd jobs and lives in poverty eventually, as many spiritual leaders do at some point. And he starts to come up with this theory about a universal life force, which like kind of already exists as like a like an idea coming from like Shintoism Mm -hmm. and Buddhism. But he's more like, no, I think that this is like scientific. I think this is like a real thing and like not like just in the spirit world. It like comes down into us. You never know until you try. Don't knock it till you try it. I'm all about a good hypothesis. (laughs) Let's do it. The first sort of Reiki, like, Buddha-y event comes when he begins a period of fasting on Mount Kurama near Kyoto, during which he experienced what's called a great Reiki around his head. This Reiki Ryo, or Reiki technique, would be the beginning of a lifetime of healing and spiritual teachings. Do you know what he meant by a great Reiki around his head? Like, I think it's like an energy field Energy flow, like, like, pressure, maybe. A download from fucking Buddha or whatever. And, like around his head was like this like healing force Mm. which is kind of like what they're doing to you Mm -hmm. when they're they're cleansing you with their energy okay i can see that and now you're like all right i'm getting reiki what is this experience going to be like Mm -hmm. for the new person getting reiki what is this like for you reiki treatment essentially involves a patient and a Reiki practitioner, sometimes known as a Reiki master. Ooh, a master. A master. I haven't heard Reiki mistress, so let's just keep to master, regardless of gender. Before you begin your session, you will have a conversation with the Reiki master about what brought you here. Bad juju that feels tight in your chest, knee pain, a new injury. Sometimes the Reiki master will then cleanse the space by burning sage, palo santo, and essential oils. Just trying to get that. You know, you're paying a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It better fucking feel like this is magical. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that sage burn, 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 baby, before I sit my ass down. Dim the lights. Mm-hmm. I want to hear birds. It's got to, I need to smell when I get out of here. Exactly. I need to smell different. The patient lies fully clothed on a Reiki table, which may be similar to a massage table or an elevated table that's on the floor. It kind of depends on like who you go to. If you want to be like all of the Shutterstock images of people getting Reiki, you should come in in complete white outfit. Yes. That's yes. what they're all doing. Mm-hmm. And they look like they're cult. living, you know? They look like they're having a great time. <laughs> the Reiki master is meant to act as a conduit between the patient and the universal life force of energy, like Tara explained. So to achieve this, 
the Reiki master must put their hands on or just above the patient at specific energy locations on the body. And this is very like light touch. There's no heavy petting here. Yeah. Or heavy petting, gotta get out and call the authorities. Expect for them to just cover your chakra area. So your head, your chest, your waist, lower abdomen, back, feet. So expect to be lightly touched in those places. The Reiki master will use 12 to 15 different hand positions during an average Reiki session. Think of these kind of like Avatar The Last Airbender moves. Exactly. They're all just like different motions with your hands around like a specific part of the body. That's so interesting. Yeah. And there's many diagrams about them on the internet. So if you want to look them up specifically, I just decided it would be too hard to explain how you're placing your hands over an audio medium. I decided I was out. That was too much work for me to do. We've tried it before too. And people are always like, what? Exactly. It's not worth it. That's not what we're here for. So, you know, there's some firebender hands, some waterbender hands, some Dragon Ball Z hands. We got all the hands up in here. Usually a Reiki session lasts from 30 minutes to an hour and a half, depending on how much, you know, how much coin you're willing to shell out. How bad is this blockage to you? And how much are you willing to pay to fix it? How sad are you about your divorce? How bad is your relationship with your children? Sounds like you need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Something completely different. Some Reiki masters will use crystals during treatment. So the general idea is that these crystals will help remove any emotional, spiritual, or mental blocks. It's kind of like an added supplement, an added aid to the whole session. Mm -hmm. The Reiki master may place the crystals around the patient during the session, or they may even ask the patient to hold a crystal. So it just kind of depends. It's like, what's the vibe? Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to vibe it out for you. Their flavor of magic. Exactly. And some crystals that might be included during a Reiki session include... The good, good rose quartz, that nice amethyst, beautiful moonstone, twirling topaz. I'm trying to think of good adjectives now. Mm-hmm. Tormenting tourmaline, an audacious aquamarine. These are like, <laughs> I'm imagining it's like a Sailor Moon style, like magical girl. Oh, audacious yeah. aquamarine. <laughs> her, her skirt comes off and then it's like another more yes. powerful skirt. I guess that's a good like way of thinking metaphorically about what universal life force and Reiki energy is supposed to be. It's yeah. kind of like a Sailor Scout transformation. It is, though. <laughs> Except directed at specific parts of the body and maybe not an all-body experience. <laughs> During the session, people often describe feeling a deep sense of relaxation similar to meditation. It is not uncommon for you to fall asleep or to have lucid dreams. Some people have reported even receiving visions or messages in like a dreamlike state. Additionally, you might feel physical sensations such as warmth, tingling, or muscular twitching. Any involuntary muscle spasm or twitch is a great indicator that the Reiki is opening energy blockages. Your fingers twitching, it's working! It's working! (laughs) The power! The power! The energy cleanse! You may also feel the tension, sadness, and anger and negativity leaving your body and being replaced with peace. It is also not unusual to cry when certain blockages are released. So it could be like a powerful experience for some people, even though we're obviously joking throughout most of this podcast. Yeah, this is, I mean, we're not here to like make life tough for anybody. Straight up, if Tara and I could get Reiki, we would. We would have done it. (laughs) I would love to do this. The first opportunity, we're going to do it. So as much as many jokes as we make, like we're fully on board right now. After the session, many clients report feeling lighter and more relaxed as if a weight has just been like lifted off of them. So you lose weight? Oh, hell yeah. Sign me the fuck up, baby. Reiki continues to work throughout the body and each individual will have a different experience after the fact. Some feeling the positive effects immediately and others feeling it hours, days, or even weeks later. And here are the alleged health benefits of Reiki. According to the Cleveland Clinic, Reiki has a number of potential health benefits, including bringing on a meditative state, fostering tissue and bone healing after injury or surgery, stimulating your body's immune system, promoting natural self-healing, relieving pain and tension, and supporting the well-being of people receiving traditional medical treatments such as chemotherapy, radiation surgery, and kidney dialysis. 
Yeah, all of that seems like supplementary. Yes. It's not like it's I'm not saying don't do chemotherapy and only do Reiki. It's very much like you can do both. What does your insurance cover? Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you in LA? <laughs> Additionally, a number of scientific studies show that Reiki can positively impact mental health. For instance, a 2019 study by Maxine Bellot and colleagues found that Reiki reduced depression and anxiety symptoms and generally increased quality of life. Yeah, if I had a spare $200 to spend every week, my life would be great. <laughs> Hell yeah, Maxine. I had $200 in the bank account. Dude, can you even imagine? <laughs> the Cleveland Clinic also notes that Reiki may help people with chronic pain, infertility, digestive problems, psychological distress, which we already mentioned, depression, anxiety, and stress-related illnesses. So these are all the the alleged. Is there real concrete science behind it? Like 100% this works? No. Sorry, guys. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you can't spend your money however you want. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to America or wherever you're listening. (laughs) Yeah. So whenever I looked up like how to do Reiki, it was really vague sometimes on Mm -hmm. like how specifically and what you should be visualizing and and stuff like that. As a Reiki practitioner, there's a lot of information about how you should feel getting Reiki. But like whenever I looked up how to do Reiki, one of the top suggested like searches like over and over again was how to do Reiki on pets. Amazing. And this brought up like this wild memory of like – Deborah Drexler's cat, Girlie, mm-hmm. when she was passing away, she, like, told me to, like, hold her head because, like, as an entity, like, moves on to, like, the next realm, like, their spirit moves from their feet and then kind of moves its way up into the head oh. and that, like, holding it there, like, helps with their transition and, like, makes that spirit feel, like, supported. And so... That's so beautiful. We were doing, like, a lot of, like, head pets and stuff like that. And then, yeah, and then she, like, passed away the next day or, like, that night. such a good cat approaches to animal reiki can be very different depending on the animal you're working with so it's more common for like dog reiki to include like a lot of hands-on healing because they do really like to be touched Mm -hmm. but cat reiki is like pretty adamant that like reiki should be largely hands off like a hover hand okay because like while your cat may enjoy being pet vigorously a lot of reiki is holding a position for a period of time and eventually like your animal can get squirmy yeah cats don't fuck with that So it really depends on the temperament of your animal. Can I tell you, I saw that you were going to do this session on pets and Reiki. And I was doing research while Artemis was sitting on my lap. So I decided I'm going to play Reiki on her and not really do it. So I would touch different parts of her body and I'd go, ooh, 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 ooh. She loved it. Did she? She's like, I'm healed. She was depression. like, burr, burr, burr. I was like, you fucking goofball. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> she died. She thought it was great. <laughs> She's like, I like it when mommy does the tingly singing. <laughs> the tingle sing. <laughs> okay, so there's this tactic called the healing hands. This approach to Reiki requires that you place your hands softly on your animal's body and hold it there for at least three minutes. So this is like... It can feel like a long time. Yeah, that would be a long time for a cat. During this time, your calm energy is supposed to be transferred from you to your animal. So if your pet isn't like into this, a lot of people are like, don't force your animal. Like, don't hold them down. Don't pin them down. And perform Reiki on them because like that's not fun. And also that's like not calming energy. That's very stressful. Yeah, very tense. One of the places you can place these healing hands is on the shoulder blades. You're going to place your right hand on your animal's left shoulder and then your left hand on their right shoulder. So if your dog is laying down, you can place like both hands on the shoulder blades or on the same side of the shoulder. And then you're going to hold your hands there for about three minutes. So this is in alignment with their brachial chakra and establishes their connection to humans and their sense of oneness. Aww, that's cute. You can also place one hand on your animal's back between their shoulder blades and then the other hand on like your animal's head between their ears. And this helps with the alignment of your animal's brachial chakra and their crown chakra. So this is supposed to assist with like stress, depression, and anxiety. And then finally, keep your hand on your pet's back and then move your free hand to your pet's chest, like where their little heart is. And this is where... Little heart. Right? Little pumping heart. 
where they like place their little paw. They were doing a little pledge of allegiance. Oh my god! And this house with the alignment of like the heart chakra, which rules over like unconditional love and one's life force. So this is good if your pet has like aggression or trust issues. Mm. Which I'm like, if your dog is aggressive and untrustworthy, is he gonna let you hold him? Maybe just you. Maybe it's like for other people. Yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. So a note about animal Reiki, the root chakra, the chakra of like security and trust, is at the base of the tail, like underneath next to the butthole. Don't touch the butt. And I feel like this requires like so much trust with an animal that if you're like working with a cat's root chakra, it's probably like best to perform distance chakra. Thank you for clarifying this for everyone who was like, hmm. Maybe I shouldn't touch that. (laughs) They also, there was a lot of research about, um, and when I say research, and this is like an article from a website called like Reiki.com. Yeah, (laughs) like like Rad Reiki Rachel or something like that, which talked about like the uh, influence of like Reiki music and how it like has all of these like nature sounds and like is in alignment with. I wonder if there's a Spotify playlist. Oh, there's plenty. I listen to many. Ooh, are they just nature sounds? Some of them are nature sounds. A lot of them are like not wind chimes, but like those um like bells and stuff like that. And they do a little bit of the binaural beats mm. where it's like vibrating at different frequencies in your ear. That's cool. And so I thought that was really interesting. And they talked about like how that affects animals and like what that means like for our connection to them. But before we close out, I do want to talk about some critiques of Reiki. Mm-hmm. So – Alicia and I are on board, and if we had expendable income, we would go get it. Because it's yeah. fun, and we're fun. And we are so fun. But the problem with Reiki, which is like a lot of non-Western medicine, is that we don't really know why or how it works. And that's why it's like a little messy to talk about. So the U.S. National Library of Medicine published this article written by David E. McManus in like 2017. And it did state that the research collected by 13 different studies like seems to suggest that Reiki actually outperforms placebo, hmm. which with placebo, even if you know you're being given a placebo, there's still a really large chance that it'll work on you. Yeah. And it really is about like the way your mindset and like your body is like regulated by like this huge cerebral being like your brain and how like your brain is really the boss of all of this. Right. Mm-hmm. And how that can like heal your body faster. Like there are women who, despite not being pregnant, will believe that they are pregnant and, like, their body will distend and they'll get morning sickness and they'll, like, have all of this stuff happening in their body because their body believes that they're pregnant and then they'll go to the doctor and find out, oh, they've never been pregnant. Slight tangent, but on point. Did you see that NPR article? It was, like, a webcomic that came out this week. It was basically about how they cited about a guy who had died from – he thought he had been bitten by a very poisonous snake. Like he had been bitten by a snake and then it was brought to him and it was like a King Cobra. Like other people had killed it and showed it to him. And he was like, fuck, I'm poisoned. There's no way like this is it. And he dies, but he actually didn't die of poison. He died because he got so scared and believed it so much that he had a heart attack. And so the whole article was talking about like how people can die it's not even like a heart issue. It's just because you're like so steeped in sadness or so steeped in fear that it actually kills you. And that's like why a lot of times if you have a like a very old couple, like usually you can kind of expect the other one to die within six months of one's passing. And it's just like literally dying of heartbreak can be like a real thing because mm-hmm. you just feel like you can't go on and your body, your brain is just like, we're done. Wrap it up. Yeah. Oh, we can't. Shut it down. You, yeah. Oh, I get it. It's absolutely crazy, but I feel like it's in the same vein of like what we're talking about with absolutely. this. Like your body is just like, I your brain is like, I believe this is happening whether mm-hmm. we are consciously aware or not. Like, all right, you're pregnant. All right, you're going to die. Like, that's it. Did that ever happen to you when like during COVID? Like there were several times where I was like exposed to COVID and I was like, I've got it. I've absolutely got it. And I started to feel so sick and I started to feel like you know, stuffy and like I've got a sore throat and like I've got a fever and then you get the test and it's negative and you're like, <laughs> oh, wow, I feel really good. I feel better. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Bodies are crazy. Bodies are crazy. And it, uh, so much of it is mental too. It's yes. just like, okay, well, this is the narrative I've been hearing and oh my God, what does that mean for me? You know, all of that. 
fun stuff. Having a brain, you guys. Having a... How fucking weird. Being alive. Can we just take the brain out? <laughs> kind and of over what? it. <laughs> I can be full of hot air. Like, I really don't care. <laughs> Alicia is literally a fucking, like, Macy's Day parade <laughs> balloon. Oh, my God. If I could be one of those balloons, that'd be fantastic. I'm just the Snoopy. Adorable. I hope it doesn't get too windy. Well, another thing about a critique for Reiki, I was thinking, you know, I have my like brainstorms with my big fancy brain that works sometimes. Mm -hmm. How nice it must be to be in a place of privilege where one, you can afford this, but also by doing this 30-minute, hour, hour-and-a-half session, all you are doing is just channeling your energy into the one problem spot and resting. Mm-hmm. And maybe one of the reasons why it could work better than placebo is, like, you are just giving your body the chance to catch up with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have this knee injury and you always have to, like, run around anyway and you have no time to rest, it's kind of like a forced rest. Yes. A forced and aided rest. So I just thought maybe that could be another reason why it could work. And I mean, magic too, you know. Yes. Magic. Totally. Magic's fine. But it's just interesting, like, if you don't give your body, like, the room to rest, then, of course, it's never going to get healed. But even just being like, okay, I can't do anything for this hour. I have to be right here focusing on this problem right now. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, so many of these, like, psychological mental illnesses see a lot of positive effects from Reiki because similar to therapy like what you're doing there is sitting there and like untangling a knot yeah like you you've decided that you're going to sit somewhere and you're going to either have a conversation or you're going to work through something and you're focusing yeah again just on that one problem mm-hmm. and you're in like, this nice smelly room mm-hmm. pillows just lying down and it's kind of like you can block off the outside world. So it's different than just trying to do this on your couch. Mm-hmm. You're just like, this is a safe space. This is the space for me to like attack this problem right now. Exactly. I don't have to worry about the dishes because I can't even see them here. Exactly. Yeah. You're like completely closed off, which I dig that. That sounds nice. That's why I like the shower. I the can't shower. fucking do anything if I'm in the shower. Oh, I do so many things in the shower. What are you doing in there? I'm a, we going to catch up on the news. We're going to catch up on all the podcasts. Like, we are, we're go, go, go. Oh, no. What do Trixie and Katya have to say right now is my time to shine and catch up. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly busy and constantly on. The bath I wasn't. The we got to get you nice. some Reiki, girl. You got to get me some Reiki. And so, in order to fund Alicia's Reiki extravaganza. Extravaganza. We are now moving on to... Which is in the news. Yay, cleanse me. Oh, you ready? Our first story is former banker seeks revenge. Oh, this is the blockbuster movie I've this been waiting it. for. This is good. In the United Kingdom, 50-year-old Stacy Mackin arrived at her office at the French investment bank BNP Paribas. This is about a year or two ago to find a large Halloween-style black witch's hat on her desk. This wasn't Halloween. This wasn't a fun costume gala. This witch's hat actually symbolized sexism in the workplace. What? Mm Mm-hmm. In my mind, 50-year-old Stacy stepped on her desk with the witch's hat in hand and was like, you will rue the fucking day, bitches. (laughs) But of course, that part didn't happen. It's not reported. That's not reported on. That's not the factual part. But she took their asses to court. She was like, no, this is actually ridiculous. Stacy's former personal assistant told the court that the hat appeared overnight after her male colleagues returned to the office drunk the prior evening. Upon finding the hat, the personal assistant told the court that Stacy was visibly upset. And honestly, it's because this witch's hat was the cherry on top of her problems at this workplace. What are they doing to her? Stacy told the court she was subjected to disparaging comments from male colleagues. In her witness statement, she described how one of her bosses regularly dismissed her with the phrase, not now, Stacy." <gasps> the phrase was used so regularly that it was picked up by other colleagues and appeared in group messages. So everyone was like in on the joke. Everyone being mostly the men, you know. I hate this. Stacy also argued that she was compensated for her work considerably less than the male employees. To top it all off, Stacy told the courts that she had been taking depression and anxiety medication since 2018, which is, funnily enough, 
when she was hired to work at the bank. Oh, so they're making her sick. Mm-hmm. The courts recently ruled that Stacy is to receive $2.8 million. Yes, girl. Manifest. In damages. Yes, Stacy. Yes. The judge said she increased the award compensation because B&P Paribas failed to adequately apologize to Stacy. Do you know how many times problems would be solved with men just fucking apologizing? I know. Be done. Anyone apologizing. Poof. Over. Stacy would not comment at this time, but she had been quoted earlier saying, when the time is right, I will tell my story and the people will be shocked to learn what barriers women have to go through to be treated as equals to their male counterparts. But get it, Stacy. Especially like women in finance, it's still very hard because yeah. I know we're having the whole like Hollywood push, you know, entertainment push, like hear women's voices, like don't be sexist, that whole thing. Me too, but that's still so hidden in the finance world. Mm-hmm. So fucking get your fucking coin, Stacy. Yes, I'm all about that. Or as Marcel Perez said, our beautiful producer, that is one expensive witch's hat. Boom! Boom! <laughs> Got him. Ooh! Up next, current nutcase shows U.S. has not progressed since 2002. Oh. You ready for this? Surprising. So let me introduce to you our new villain of 2022. His name is Pastor Greg Locke from Tennessee, and he is a negative ball of energy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Greg gave a sermon at his Global Vision Bible Church event, which I don't know what that means because why are there events? Why aren't you just (laughs) going to church? What is this extracurricular that you have to deal with where he threatened to expose six witches of the congregation? He said he had these people's first and last names and that three were even in the congregation as he was speaking. Listen to this, guys. This is what he was quoted saying. You got a choice. And of course, there's like a Southern accent involved. You can leave with your spells all by yourself or I'll show up next Sunday with a stage full of brooms and I'll give you one and I'll fly your tail up out of this place in the name of Jesus, but we ain't playing your spell casting, witchcrafting, sage burning games. And I think he was trying to threaten people, but I really don't even know what that means. This is honestly, it's garbly gook. It is garbly gook. It's like you're bringing brooms, but the brooms are for witchcraft. But are we riding the brooms? And like, how's Jesus involved? Exactly. What's he say? How did he get here? Who brought him? His sermon comes after a book burning ceremony that that. Greg led in Tennessee, where people burned Harry Potter and Twilight books as if it were the year 2002. It's too much. Greg said, bring all your Harry Potter stuff. Laugh all you will, haters. I don't care. It's witchcraft 100%. All your Twilight books and movies. That mess is full of spells, demonism, shape-shifting, and occultism. Bring tarot cards, Ouija boards, healing crystals, idol statues. He sure knows a lot about what we're doing over here. (laughs) He listens to our podcast. He's continuing. Spell books and everything else tied to the occult. It's got to go. If you think we're crazy, then scroll on. We're exposing the kingdom of darkness for what it is. It's time for people to be delivered. Gargoyles! Witches! He's like, we got them. We got (laughs) them. But are people even reading Twilight anymore? Like Younger children will reread like the Harry Potter books. Yeah. But yeah, Twilight, I don't know how popular it is right now. I, I never even read it, so I don't even know how much There's no witchcraft, witchcraft was involved. Not it was at just all. vampire, like sexy vampires and sexy werewolves, right? Yes. Teen vampires. And like hormones. Yeah. Horm- oh, I like how I said that. Hormones. <laughs> hormones, yeah. It's also, this really is in alignment with our discussion about the resurgence of witchcraft in the Patreon mm-hmm. episode on the CIA and how, mm-hmm. like, they used horoscopes and witchcraft to, like, influence wars. Which that will be coming out March 16th, so no one else has heard this yet. Oh, okay. But, like, it is wild to me how reactive this statement is. It's been done, you yeah. know? Like, uh, I know friends who went to church and their pastor, like, when they were kids, was like, don't let your kids read Harry Potter books, blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, it's 2022. Well, Jinko jeans are back and, like... <laughs> It's it really Are we regressing? I think it is. Well, I mean, Harry Hilton is like now a reality star thing again. Exactly, exactly. So I don't know, maybe. But regardless, I do think it's very scary like to have anyone with this kind of state of mind to be like, let's burn children's books because it encourages witchcraft. It's like, 
Ooh, you gotta chill out, dude. You really do. And if people follow that, that's what I think is scary. It also feels like burning these things and cleansing your community of them, that's kind of witchy. Yeah. Like this feels a little bit like a spell. Are they celebrating Beltane? Like what's happening here? Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, like when is this? Show me the date. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. Anyways, our last story. Today we're fact checking pockets. Like on my pants? On your dress. <gasps> okay. A new Facebook post has been circulating claiming that pockets on dresses were phased out so that women could prove that they weren't witches. And it's quoted saying, this is why women love pockets and skirts and dresses now. We carry our spells and curses without purses and you won't see us coming. And the verdict is, this is false. Oh no, this seems so cool. It does seem cool. Ariana Finito, co-author of, this is one of the longest titles I've ever heard, The Pocket, A Hidden History of Women's Lives, 1660 to 1900. I'm not reading that book. <laughs> so silly. But she was quoted saying, to my knowledge, this statement has no historical evidence for it. Women did not have pockets in their garments, but had detached pockets that were tied around the waist and accessed through openings in the side of garments. Women's pockets were not removed from female garments, meaning they just kind of were never there. Yeah, it was never They were never thing. included. Well, yeah. now it is a thing, right? It's like now a it is a thing. thing. So if you had been spreading that on Facebook, unfortunately, you got to go delete it before anyone else tells you you're yeah. wrong. How embarrassing for you. How embarrassing. How, well, shameful, honestly. Get out of the Facebook group. <laughs> you're gone. And that has been today's Witches in the News. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Aw. Okay, so now we're moving into our final segment. Alicia's had a very delicious gulp of coffee. It's cold. Oh, no. But it's okay. I'll live. I'm very excited for iced coffee. Like to come back yeah. in season. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the, everybody's always like. Here's the tea Here's about the coffee. fucking iced coffee. <laughs> here's the frappuccino of it all. Here's the frap of it. You know, people are always like, oh my gosh, you're drinking iced coffee. It's so cold out. Hot coffee, at least for me in my personal experience, mm-hmm. as a human being with a brain, unfortunately, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that hot coffee is not quenching. It's satisfying and it's comforting, mm-hmm. but it doesn't quench. But iced coffee quenches me. Ooh. It makes me so moist. Oh, say quench again. <laughs> quench. Oh, it's like the sound that your boots uh, make when you walk over something. Is gushy. that quench? I think that's squelch. Well, it's squelch, but it's also like quench, 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 quench. <laughs> We're not talking about iced coffee today. Maybe if somebody's making fun of your iced coffee in the in the wintertime, mm-hmm. you can invite them over and cleanse them of their negative energy. You throw that iced coffee in their face. <laughs> you say I know you've been cheating on me, Robert. You think I'm cold? Oh, you're cold. (laughs) So here's what you're going to need. This is your garlic personal vacuum service. Mm, Ring-a-ding-ding. This is from the Element Encyclopedia of 5,000 Spells. It's from uh, Judica Illis. Here's what you need. You need some garlic and you need some bitch. (laughs) What you're going to do is you're going to peel and crush a single clove of garlic. Got it. Hopefully you have hardwood floors and not carpet because you're taking that garlic and you're putting it on the ground. It never comes out of your shag rug. No, it fucking stinks (laughs) in there. You are a chef boyardee forever. So what you're going to do is you're going to invite this person over to your house and you're going to put this garlic, without them knowing, this is a secret spell, underneath (laughs) their chair or their bed or underneath the carpet where they're sure to stand and hopefully not crush disgustingly. Then... Once that garlic has absorbed vampire-like their negative energy, you're going to remove it and then burn it after 24 hours. It needs a full day. Okay. A full solar cycle. Yeah, so you got to be able to get it out of your carpet. Yeah, it's like you can't, you're not like pulling up the baseboards and hiding the garlic. That seems like a lot of work. I think it's like you invite them over for a dinner party. It's like, a, oh, we're watching Game of Thrones again. Why don't you come over? This makes me so nervous. It's like, please sit and this chair no 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 not there <laughs> i i especially warmed this one this is your super bowl chair mm. and so yeah so you're gonna put the garlic there you're gonna sit them on top of it after 24 hours you're gonna remove it and then you're gonna burn it and again as many times as it takes replace is needed and eventually an improvement in attitude should be observed However, I also wonder if this is because you're creating a better relationship with this person. So is it a better attitude for you or for them? For them. They're going to, it's like if they have a bad attitude. We're cleansing their attitude 
you're not fine. my attitude about you. You're perfect. <laughs> they are the problem. <laughs> I listen to which, yes, I know I'm perfect. And that's it. That's pretty cool. So thanks again to Judica Illis and the Elements Encyclopedia of 5,000 Spells. And the garlic market? Garlic's not something you can just be like allergic to, right? Like you're not going to like. Sure you can. I guess if they don't eat it, it's okay. Boom. Easy. All right. And that's it. Wow. Alicia, thank you for coming here to my humble home. I complained significantly less this time. Yes. (laughs) Well, also, are you talking about the last time you were here or when we had to record at my apartment? No, the last time we recorded a full length. The whole time you were like, Alicia doesn't want to be here. Alicia fucking hates this. (laughs) She hates it. And that's okay. But I show up. It doesn't she matter. Does. That's like true love. You showing up when you love. don't want to. Boom. Easy. And I'd like to also thank some other people. And show true love to them too. We would like to thank our producer, Marcel Perez, our creative director, Mallory Porter, our resident intern and researcher, Brian Rainey, and Kevin McLeod for the music that we use in the intro and outro each week. I true love you. Truly, truly, truly love. I'd also really like to thank anyone that's been leaving us iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Reviews, and everybody that has followed us on Spotify. Those are the best ways you can help us uh, grow and support our community and help other people find us and our show because we don't advertise anywhere. Yeah, thank you. If you want to find me, Alicia, I'm on Instagram at Alicia period herder. If you want to find Tara, you can find me on Instagram at her lovely face. That's my art Instagram. Or you can find me at underscore Little Moss. That's my private Instagram. I basically just see if you're following Alicia. And if you want to follow the podcast, we're on Instagram at WitchYes. You can share an episode in your stories, tag us, and we'll feature you on our stories. Also, we're always down for the DM, you know, slide into our DMs. If you don't like Instagram, you can go on Facebook and join WitchYes, the Facebook coven, or even email us at witchyespodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Discord, which is just the best community. People always talk about how cute their online communities are. The Discord is where it's at. Kanye has a Discord now, and he's like, oh, my God, my Discord. Our Discord is, like, way better. Absolutely. It's so healthy. It's so kind. They're so funny. And I really, I just, I want to shout them out. I feel like we do it every episode, but I'm always genuinely surprised and delighted. Yeah, I love it. Uh, You can also find us on Patreon. $5 Patreon, which is an above, are getting two extra episodes a month, which makes this a weekly podcast. Are you lonely? You scared? Do you need time to cleanse your energies? But two episodes a month is not enough. Well, get ready for your placebo, bitch, because here it comes. Boom, boom, boom. Our last episode was about the Witch of Pongo, which was very interesting. And then our next one is going to be about that bitch Persephone. Oh, how timely. What is she up to? Where is she when I need her? Who would play her? We did talk about that. Oh, we did. That's right. $10 and above get access to our close friends list and more. Plus, they get early access to like cool stuff like merch. And they know what all of our events are going to be. There's lots of like fun voting. And then, of course, they get to ask us questions. And so a lot of our answers today and the research today was led by Patreon questions. Which we love that. Anything else? That's it. Oh, thank God. And I guess this has been... Which, yes. Bye.